Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. Importance is nuanced and highly dependent on you as an investor, your specific goals, and the unique conditions of the area you're eyeing up. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. Now, I'm sure you're aware this podcast is all about helping investors move from residential investing over to the amazing world of commercial property investing. And in today's episode, I want to tackle a topic that you hear in many a property discussion, whether that be commercial or residential. It's that famous mantra, location, location, location. It's a phrase you've all heard, but I want to explore whether it's worthy of so much homage or if it's not really the full picture. But before we get started, I have a little confession to make. Life has been a bit busy, as I'm sure it has for you. And I may have dropped one or two balls recently. Thankfully, though, the podcast isn't quite one of them, but it very nearly was. I'm recording this on Tuesday evening, just a day or two before the episode goes out on Thursday. Plus, a couple of interviews I'd lined up have been postponed, so it's been a little bit frantic. However, I need to thank Nick Manser for putting an idea in my head this afternoon. Nick and his partner are doing amazing things with a large commercial property in Peckham, London. They have a mix of retail, food and beverage, various offerings and small outlets, and workspace, all working together in the same building. Now, I haven't been to see it yet, but it sounds like there's a really cool cool vibe going on in there, with lots of interesting results from having such a diverse range of businesses in the same building and community. So well done to you, Nick. We spoke about lots of things, including location, 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 and that old saying has never really sat particularly well with me. And I think it's dangerously misleading for new investors who don't have a grasp of the wider context. You might get a good property, for instance, in an awesome location, but the return is likely to be subpar. In the whole real estate market, though, few phrases are as well worn as location, location, location. It's a catchphrase that's synonymous with the industry and often spoken of as the the golden rule for private property investment. I'm sure you've heard it countless times. And of course, there's even a TV show dedicated to it. But what does it truly mean? And is it always the decisive factor it's made out to be? After all, we can't all own property in Mayfair, London. Now, when we talk about location, we often think about securing a property in the perfect spot. It's maybe got convenient transport links or picturesque countryside views or a bustling city centre, proximity to parks, right next to great eateries but not too close that they're too noisy, near the airport or miles from an airport. How about near good road links but not so close as you can smell it? (laughs) When you start digging into it there's lots of nuances and it is horses for courses. For instance, if you want a holiday home investment that gives that, sorry, that gives us a bit of direction, right? But what is the perfect location? For one person, 
it might be something quite different from another. You might want to think about a holiday home in Cornwall or the Caribbean. I might prefer the Alps. Someone else might prefer a Pierre de Terre in Marseille. Who's to say one location is better over the other? I want to discuss what this overused saying really means and how misleading it can be. So let's just assess what makes a location good. At least in my head anyway. Firstly, what are your expected returns? No big surveys, nothing about demographics, but actually, what is it that you're wanting for a return? The first step surely is to clarify what you're hoping to achieve with your investment. Are you purely looking at it from a financial perspective or do you have broader goals in mind? Our investment criteria should be the guiding light here. Have you worked one out yet? An investment criteria is a set of rules or they're almost like guardrails within which you are going to operate. It helps give you clarity over what is an opportunity and what is a distraction. I mean, it's a really important thing to do. Imagine being able to work out what is an opportunity or what is distraction in just a few minutes. And having a really strict investment criteria will help you do that. Now, I'm not here to talk about investment criteria, so let's get back to it. Let me ask you a question. Is it better to invest in office space in Edinburgh or Dundee, which is the best location? Location. Investing in a similar building in Edinburgh to the one we bought in Dundee would have been almost five times as much to buy. But do you think the rental in Edinburgh was five times as much? No. On a granular level, desk space in Edinburgh might be £300 per person. Let's say it's even it's £400 a person, which I know it's not, but let's just say that. But Dundee isn't £80 a square. Sorry, £80 a person or a fifth of that because it costs that amount of money to buy and do up. We're getting considerably more than twice that. So some places might be five times the price, but not necessarily five times the income. There are so many other factors that come into the equation. It's really rather too simplistic of me to view it in that way, of course, i.e. just the income. But let's not forget we primarily invest for income and long-term growth, right? So the second part of this, I think, is what's your investment style? And your level of involvement really matters here. Are you a hands-on investor or do you prefer a more passive role? If you're actively managing your investments, out there doing all this stuff yourself, the location might be more crucial to you as proximity to where you are and where your team is can streamline your operations on that day-to-day basis. This is definitely the case for me in our business. Why bother setting up shop in some distant location if I have to go and set up a new team, new operations, new streamlining whatevers to make all that work? And of course, as you scale, then further afield makes more sense. But to me, the location-location thing there is more actually about how it works on the ground for me and the team, not necessarily about having um, a place that's going to be on the front of... um, Some fantastic magazine all about property, right? The next thing I think is understanding your niche. So considering the type of property and market market you're targeting, whether it is those holiday lets or serviced accommodation, which of course are two different types, family homes or commercial spaces, each niche demands a fairly distinct location strategy. So for example, the location... 
um, dynamics for industrial commercial space within the M25 in London greatly differ from those in, say, the northeast of England. But is either really a better location to invest? What defines that? Is it return? Potential growth? Possibly. Safety of tenure? Although sometimes it's... Does it really matter? Or are there some regional demographics, some numbers that matter? It's hard to tell, but focusing on your niche will really help. And there is, of course, one school of thought that pervades the equity investment market, and that is diversity, to make sure that you diversify your risk, spread your risk. The contrary argument is niche down. Remove the risk by really understanding your target and what you're investing in. There are, of course, caveats to that to make sure we're not getting too niche and too super focused and not having a wider vision. But anyway, I do prefer the latter, particularly with investing in commercial. Until you have the luxury of numbers and scale to ride out any duds, we need to make sure we really understand if the next investment is going to work and how it's going to fare. The only alternative, if you want to invest in commercial and not take that risk, of course, to invest in investment funds because they're taking on that scale and those numbers, which is going to allow you to reduce your risk. But of course, with a reduction in risk, is sometimes a reduction in return. Next thing I think is really important is recognising those local nuances. And while location is undeniably important, for me, its significance is primarily at the local level rather than at the national or regional level. So sometimes what is considered the, the wrong side of the river or a less than ideal spot can really impact the success of your investments and that's right down to that local stuff. Now we're really getting to the nub of it. I think location matters hugely on a local scale, but far less so nationally. And that is where the confusion comes in. People ask, what are the best locations to invest in? What are the top five cities? The endless charts or articles found in the media can drum into people that it matters most. What are the top five locations in the UK to invest or the US? But actually, it's more about the local stuff. Now, to be fair, some of the charts are based on demographics, but within that, there are huge variables such as which side of the street or which end of a certain street should you invest in. So next time we hear someone saying location, location, make sure you look at national demographics, but then really focus in on the local context. You can't really lead, I don't think, location, location, location. It needs to be led by strategy, 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 which is applied to a certain location. My thinking is that you can't take the mantra of location, location, location as everything, at least not through one set of lenses. There are far more nuances relating to you personally as an investor, which helps establish what is the location, location for you. In essence, location matters on that micro scale, not so much on the macro scale. And when people ask about the best locations to invest in, it's crucial to think about local context. Are you looking at the right side of the street or the city that aligns with your strategies? Now, I can't leave it quite as simple as that. There are a few other factors which you should quickly talk about to complete the picture of what could make up a good location. I did touch on demographics, but demographics and trends and understanding age, income, lifestyle, 
Um, what's happening in local population? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? Is it aging? All these things are going to have important influences on investing. So for instance, uh, if the population is aging, healthcare and retirement housing, that kind of thing might be developing more. And what about infrastructure and development proposals? These can help or sometimes destroy your potential site's value. This can be a really local thing, like it's on the block right next to where you are. Or if it's citywide, lots of development and infrastructure plans, that's fantastic. But it tends to be very long term because these things can't get built in a day. And sometimes there are other factors from local or central government, which is to do with taxes. Sometimes there are um, local tax advantages or grants that you might not get in another area, which could help you or your potential tenants and clients. So it's good to know about those. And what about the local facilities? And I don't mean um, as in water and gas and everything. I mean, what about swimming pools, libraries, parks, all these different things? Because your customers, employees and their businesses may need certain um, or be attracted by certain facilities. So it could be that if it's in the middle of nowhere, that's not a good thing. It could be for some other customers, that's a great thing. And what about the security and the safety in the area? Looking at crime rates, overall security of the area is really important, particularly if you don't know that area. I think the best thing is get in the car at night and drive past. Does it feel completely different at night? Sometimes these places do. And would your customers feel uneasy leaving after dark or late at night if they've been working on some last minute project? That's, that's important. People might leave. They might join you, but then after time, they think, do you know what? I don't really like working here. And they leave. Another one I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, internet connectivity. How good is the access to high-speed internet? It's not the same in every location. And what about mobile phones? Actually, go in the building, go on the ground floor. Does the phone work? <laughs> you know, that could have a big influence on your... I guess, your churn rate in your building. And finally, what about an exit strategy? Are properties fairly liquid in the area or is it going to be a long time to find a buyer if you suddenly need one? What if your circumstances change? We don't all plan for that, of course, but it's important that we think about it. The more liquid it is, the chances are, again, the less the return. It's that um, difficult equation to balance out which is really very personal isn't it so there's so much more to this question of the best location it's not just about um, how it sits on a magazine or how it looks in demographics compared with one city and another and to sum up i think that the idea location 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 is everything isn't a universal truth its importance is nuanced and highly dependent on you as an investor your specific goals, and the unique conditions of the area you're eyeing up. So the next time you hear someone emphasising the significance of location, maybe they're an amateur, maybe they're on the outside looking in, but remember that it's your individual strategy that should guide your choices. Apply thoughtfully within your chosen location. And as I wrap this up, keep in mind that while location is a critical factor in property investment, it's not the key to success. It's one piece of the puzzle. And to complete the picture, we need to align it with our goals, our investment style, and the specifics of your chosen niche. 
Combine, these things will tell you if it's a really great location location for you. Okay, finally a big thank you to everyone who's left the review recently. It's really helping, by the way, with the profile of the podcast. It's definitely helping, so thank you so much. And don't forget, the next full CPI, Commercial Property Investor Network Day, is next week on the 27th of September. It's in our building with our restaurant. We're going to be going through loads and loads of different topics within commercial. We've got lots of guests there. Talk about all sorts of different strategies and, of course, the all-important networking. Now, details are on our website or follow us on Instagram at jerryalexander.commercial and I hope to see you there. (music) 